A hidden base found in the most unconventional place. This item is straight out of a simple magic items list and can be extremely helpful when you're thirsty. Where and how did anyone build this base? Could this be one of the best travel items in a desert? Find out more about these anomalies in the SCT Podcast. Episode 54, SCP-108 and 109. and welcome to the podcast known as Secure, Contain, and Talk, a podcast about the SCP Foundation. My name is Eli. And my name, I'm Matt. Hi, Matt. Hello. It's good to be back. Hey, Eli. It is good to be (laughs) back. Not that we had, like, a week's off or anything. (laughs) We've been recording every (laughs) week. Well, Jim, it's good to be back in the studio today after a two-year hiatus. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, Steve. It's been quite a bit since we've been back in the office now, the tell me, tell me, Jim, uh, uh, or tell me, Steve, I'm Jim. Tell me, Steve, what, what, what is this SCP Foundation? What the hell is this? Well, well, Tim, it's, a, it's, a, it's, you see, it's a, it's a fictional organization, you know, that goes around and they look for anomalies and they're like, hmm, that's not right. And they lock it up in a cage, usually. Sometimes they poke it with sticks. Sometimes, you know, the sticks are guns, you know, most, I don't, I don't like, most times. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just giant gun sticks. I don't. Know. Yeah, but what do you mean stuff? Like, but, what kind of things do they take? Well, mo- most most things are like weird objects. Like the famous example is a chair that will move whenever you don't look at it, sort of thing. Um, and also, you know, things that break reality, things that break time. Some things that are just like, hey, I have a property that lights me on fire for no freaking reason. It's like, why do you light yourself on fire? I don't know. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like that, that's most, not normal. Most, that's yeah, exactly. That's not normal. And it's like, so so they try to. I think they're mostly focused on research, but a lot of the time it's mostly focused on like, quote unquote, keeping the you know rest of the world out of the loop sort of thing like conspiracies and stuff like that right it's a secret government like organization yeah, exactly. type thing yeah okay. and uh, as such a lot of the documents that we'll be reading will have these little nice little black lines that will say redacted and or data expunged we haven't had a data expunge in a while we've had a lot of redacted a recently. lot of redacteds yeah um, but we'll try to clarify how many digits and or if we can infer what that is through context. We will make an educated, uneducated guess, I should say, because we are not smart in any capacity. <laughs> or at least I am not smart. Eli uh, might be uh, smarter than me. Who knows? I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> He's got the brain hole. I've got the... Listen. I don't know. No, no, no. Here's the thing. (laughs) Listen, I can infer things better, but you just know more about the SCP Foundation, like, in general. Oh, that's true. I'm the lore guy, I guess. (laughs) You're the lore guy, and I'm the book smarts guy. And that is funny, because I'm usually not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) The dynamic is switched this time. Yes. (laughs) For sure. 
<laughs> well, also in every episode description, we have some links for you. We have a Discord, Patreon, and now I think our Twitter is in our general our general description for the podcast. You want to go follow that? Go follow that. We haven't put anything there yet. <laughs> No. But uh, eventually we will. Like uh, the art for the for some stuff that we're working on right now. Yes. Um, updates yeah, to the podcast sure. through our Twitter uh, because it's more accessible than Discord sometimes. Um, but more importantly, our Patreon. The every month people can donate and they can gain access to our live recordings. Uh, we will call them observers in episode. Um, and they, they are they're usually this this happens to be an episode where no, no one no one is here this episode i'm guessing it's because people are busy uh yes. but meh. you could fill their shoes you could join us you could come join come you join come join we're also going to be doing some special readings you remember all those episodes where we're like we can't do that that's too long we'll yeah if somebody left them in <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to talk about it i don't see, yeah uh, like, like they said, if if we talked about like uh, we can't read this is too long, we might be reading that on our Patreon at some point. Yeah. So if you see missing documents for from some of the SCPs, that like, oh, they didn't read this tale. It was clearly on the thing. You might find it on the Patreon. So that's another reason to go and check it out. Also, you get the full soundtrack because the soundtrack's great if you like the soundtrack. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And exclusive art that I will be releasing soon. Yes. I'm very, <laughs> very excited to see all these releases that are about to happen. Yes, I've been working on some stuff. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get started with our first SCP of the day. SCP-108, Extra Dimensional Nasal Cavity. SCP-108. The artist is The Kit. Item number... SCP-108 Object Class Safe Special Containment Procedures SCP-108 is contained entirely by Subject-108-1 Subject-108-1 should be contained in a standard containment cell measuring 3 meters by 3 meters furnished with whatever items are requested unless said items com uh, compromise security Subject-108-1 is permitted to leave the room, wander freely, and eat in the main canteen Medical examination is performed on subject 108-1 daily. Filters to be changed as necessary. Filters? Filters. Okay. Like breathing filters, maybe? <laughs> I don't like that. Okay. This is where it gets weird. Description. SCP-108 is accessible through the nostrils of subject 108-1. Subject is an African-American female, 51 years old, see addendum 108-1, who was previously employed as a cashier at Redacted Long Name, a small-town hardware store in Redacted, Kentucky. Since Redacted Date, SCP-108 has been housed at Site-17. Gosh, that was a lot. So Yeah, it was a lot. That's a lot of information. Okay, so it's accessible through their nose. Yeah, Great. so that's... That's mm. weird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like that. Mm -mm. Okay. 
endoscopic examination of SCP-108 reveals the area accessible via the subject nostrils is not the human nasal cavity, but rather a bump bunker system of Nazi German construction <laughs> dedicated to the production of a and maintenance of the World War II era mis Messerschmitt Messerschmitt Me-262 fighters. What? what? The fuck, dude. Imagine <laughs> picking your nose one day and suddenly you're like your fingers cold and you're like, what the fuck? Yep. And then you like what take one of those hell? mirrors up there and you just find a Nazi German base. <laughs> what the actual that's literally something out of a fucking like <laughs> like an improv scene that went awry. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, this is like this is like hey, yes and me. Yes, and me, please. Yes, and me, what? please. It's like, how do I yes and that? How do I yes and that? <laughs> you put a Nazi Germany bunker inside of my nose, dude. What? what? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, fuck it. Uh, oh, they did it. Exploration via robotic endoscope reveals that the bunker system has internal dimensions of approximately two kilometers times four kilometers. Jeez. With long axis parallel to the main entrance slash Exit portal. Wow, that's what? a big bunker. That's a big bunch bunker, dude. While the exploration is by no means complete, SCP-108 is believed to contain hundreds of airframes under construction on its assembly line, as well as three completed air aircraft. Mm. There is also a large quantity of human remains in the complex, mm. particularly concentrated around the entry-slash-exit portal with the corpses of Nazi officials, military personnel, Hitler youth, and citizens, possibly Ukrainian slave workers, mm. in an advanced state of decay. What okay. the fuck? <laughs> Dude, this lady has corpses next in her nose. Well, I'm, I'm like, I'm assuming that it's it's literally as simple as that's just like, like a, a portal. portal. Yeah, because like it isn't is actually like... inside her head. Right, right. Oh, what the? But like, but like, also, it's like, where is her nose? So like, if this is a portal, where's the rest of her nose? So she's just like, ah, I, I, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I was gonna say, I'm impressed that they got a small enough robot to go up there, and then, and then like big enough uh, to have a, a long enough battery to explore this place. That's what yeah. I'm impressed with. Yeah, yeah, like the. Obviously, it's like sort of like a weird like thermodynamics. It's like bigger on the quote unquote bigger on the inside. Yeah. So maybe it was like a folded up like nano robot, and then like it folded out to become like full size or something like that. Maybe, but that doesn't change the size of the battery. That's true. Yeah. Like I don't know. <laughs> like, this is maybe, just very cool and impressive. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. All right. Breaks logic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Evidence of a firefight near the entry-slash-exit portal supports the hypothesis that German military personnel were swarmed by the civilians and killed in the ensuing struggle. Some corpses show signs of cannibalism. Oh, fuck, they got stuck. Ooh, yeah, they did. The problem is, it's like, how would you get out of the nostril if you're not, if you're that big? Like, human-sized things can't come out of... Unless it's, like, weird that the portal expands... Mm. Like, like what? Like what are the what? What is the like? Like there, obviously there's no logic because we're talking about a fucking bunker and a <laughs> lady's nose. But also, it's yeah. Like, but what happens if you try to get out? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, can they get out? Like, are they trapped there forever? Do they How just leave the... the bot there? 
Yeah, did they just leave it there? Like, did it just, like, run out of battery or something? Also, how did the civilians get in there? Is this, is this bunker somewhere else in, like, a town, like, a whole world? Like, what's outside of the bunker? I hope, you know I, I mean? hope we get an answer. Because there's still yeah. a lot more, thankfully. Yeah, 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 okay. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. I burped. <laughs> Robotic endoscopic exploration continues. A high discharge, uh, discharge LED lighting assembled piece metal using the quote-unquote ship in a bottle technique. So oh, it does fold. Okay. okay so we, so we okay, have this okay. weird folding bot that is capable yeah, of, of okay. more locomotion. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I was kind of right. A ship mm -hmm. in a bottle technique. That's cool. Has been deployed. Endoscopic examination of the interior of SCP-108 reveals a large quote-unquote hangar door area with a kind of double airlock with blast doors large enough to emit two fully assembled fighters. Whoa. Wow. Okay. A production line exists which would allow damaged fighters and deliveries to enter on one side of the hangar door and finished fighters to exit on the other side. Mm. Turning the endoscopic head 180, 180 degrees reveals the open doorway as an area of total blackness with two nostril-shaped protrusions in it. Penetrations. Oh, penetrations, sorry. What the f fuck? <laughs> what? what the hell, dude? What the fuck? Uh, what? So, okay, so the hangar doors, it flies out of the nostrils. <gasps> oh my god, wait. What, what, what? The next sentence. Okay, okay. Okay. Evil cat. Alright. <clears throat> uh, one nostril shaped penetra uh, uh, penetration is connected to whichever nostril is emitting the endoscope, okay. and the other is connected to the interior of a human nasal cavity. Uh huh. Oh! So it's a two fucking way portal. Oh, so, so there are two portals. One's out and yeah, one's so in. no, well, it seems like in one of their nostrils is two portals one that goes in and one that goes out. <laughs> that goes out. What the fuck? Oh my god. DNA testing reveals the nasal cavity belongs to the subject. Yep. Yep. Okay. So yeah, it's fucking... It, there's one that goes inside this facility, through the nostril, from the outside of the nostril, and then from the facility up into her nasal cavity. Dude. That's so fucking trippy. What? Who the fuck made this thing? What the hell? What like the fuck? secret spiders or some sh that's so weird. If you have any questions right. on what created all the SCPs, go check out our uh, anniversary episodes where we explore SCP-001, most of which are explanations, proposed explanations for why SCPs exist. Uh, <laughs> add, add over. <laughs> add over. Okay, I was like, I was like uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> all right. Uh, the black area is impenetrable and absorbs all wavelengths of light that endoscope can carry. The black area is elastic and yielding when probed. So it's just weird. A cavity. Weird. Weird. Okay. Weird stuff. Apparently, the portal system is a unique three-way. Three. Oh. If the outside world is designated A, mm -hmm. the interior of the ME-2 
6'2 factory is B, mm -hmm. and the subject's nasal cavity is oh, C. Oh, okay, I see what they mean. Yeah, so I called uh, it exactly, I right. fucking laid it out. Got it, you did, yeah, yeah, yeah. When traffic, uh, then traffic is as follows. Anything, including gases and light, going from A, end up in B. Mm -hmm. Items going from B, end up in C. Mm -hmm. Items going from C, end up in A. Mm -hmm. What? The fuck? Indeed. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> presumably, alright, presumably in 1944, it was intended that C and A were to be the interior and exterior of a double hangar at Templorf based on the based on the architecture of the hangar doors. Yeah. But something fucked. Yeah, something went fucking wonky in this dude's in this lady's nostrils. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the heck, dude? Alright, this is alright, I hopefully this is, kind of explains it. Alright, addendum 108-1. Subject claims that she was training to perform the quote unquote human blockade magic trick in preparation for being a clown at a children's birthday party. Don't like that. What the fuck is the human blockhead magic trick? I don't know. Let's look it up. Maybe it's a real thing. Ooh. Oh my god. What? What's it? It's, yeah, really it, uh, it's a stunt where you, quote, hammer something into your na nostril or nasal cavity. It's like a, but it's a trick. So it's like, it's not, oh, they're right. not actually it's doing not, it. They're not actually doing it? Okay. So that's, oh, that's what probably- Oh no, they might. are actually doing it. Oh my fucking god. Oh, I don't like it. Uh, like it diddle diddle in reality, the stunt plays on the anatomical misconception that the nasal cavity goes upward rather than straight back. Oh my fucking god. Oh, gross, I don't like these images. No, 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 no. Abandon, abandon ship. <laughs> okay. Oh god, here we go. Mm -hmm. After hammering a four centimeter long, long galvanized iron nail into her nasal cavity, she lost her grip on the end and dropped it inside her nose. Fuck! Immediately, she noticed a god awful must stench and experienced nausea and distortion. Disorientation. Blowing. Oh, disorientation, sorry. Blowing her nose had no discernible effect and left no residue on the tissue. Uh. She was able to breathe normally through her nose. What? After about three days, subject got, <laughs> quote unquote, used to the hell's asshole smell <laughs> and performed at the children's party to the delight of her nephew. Okay. Adorable. Approximately a week later, after ignoring numerous complaints about the smell of her breath, subject was diagnosed with pneumonia. Pneumonia? Pneumonia, right. That's right. And placed on a course of. Roxum Roxathromacin. Roxathromacin? Roxathromacin? Okay. Ammonia responds to antibiotics, but recurred a week later. Oh no. Her general. You're really close. Practitioner. Practitioner. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Okay. Also noted that nasal examination with otoscope simply showed simple, simply blackness what? rather than inside the nose. Oh, right, yeah. Yep. Right, right. Okay. After admission to hospital with chronic 
ammonia examined with one mil, uh, mil meter meter fiber optic endoscope allowed the endoscope to be threaded in almost a full meter. What the fuck? The the attending ENT noticed that he appeared to be seeing a Nazi eagle badge <laughs> through the endoscope. <laughs> Specialist examination notes were kept in digital patient management sweep and intercepted by the foundation in mm. a route redacted 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 sweep okay so they they by chance they caught him like, oh yeah. shit what the hell <laughs> that's fucking weird mm, capture that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. observer there are nazis in this base <laughs> yeah there are nazis in this one <laughs> the subject was recovered without incident by task force epsilon 9 disguised as high-risk warrant team officers in a pre-dawn raid of june 19 redacted by the end of the cleanup operation, GPENT 11 hospital personnel and two civilians were terminated. Oh. oh. What? Oh, what? Jesus, dude. <laughs> the subject was examined by Foundation staff and provided her with air fil filtration units, which could be passed through her nostrils, uh, piece metal, and assembled like a ship in a bottle. Mm. Oh, she, so she wouldn't smell... Okay, so that that's corpses. that's a comfort thing. That's really nice. Too bad they had to kill 13 people to do that. Yeah, okay. What? what? Jeez, dude. The filtration filling must be removed on a regular basis when it gets expended roughly once a week as the subject is essentially inhale, inhaling the atmosphere of a formerly sealed Nazi mass war grave. Ugh. Yeah, all of the corpses must smell like absolute dog I, shit. Dude. What did she say? Fucking smell like hell's asshole the smell? Hell's asshole smell, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, imagine smelling corpses and like old like 24 building, hours a day. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Disgusting. Like, it's just rotting. It sucks. Like, oh, gross. All right. Initially, although initially hostile towards the Foundation, the subject has responded well to the enhanced psychological condition protocols and now, uh, now accepts her situation. Oh, yeah, that's healthy. Yeah, okay. A plan has been proposed in line with the back the quote unquote backing up of all critical Foundation data at Site-62 in Site-SCP-1. Zero eight. Data could be written on onto micro SD cards or similar compact non-volatile media and inserted into the subject's nostrils, provided provided some way to the house to house the subject in a safe location is assured in the event of an XK class scenario. Research continues to find a way to move the entrance of the dimensional portal from the subject's nostril to another location to discover the physical location of the bunker to determine if alternative access is possible. Interesting. The original galvanized email <laughs> has yet to be found. <laughs> That's interesting. How they they like it, yet another SCP that they're trying to use to like hide information and do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Just like oh, we'll just sneak that in there. Okay. That stuff can be really cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's like, let's just uh, slip those micro SDs right inside your nose there. Yeah. Let's put it on the floor next to the Nazi corpses. Yeah, right next to the Nazi corpses is fine. Yeah, let's put that right there. Okay. Fucking Nazis. <laughs> like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> what an interesting one. Did not expect yeah, to read so that this morning. Crazy. Yeah, no. What the hell? Uh, observer, I think this is either the first or second mention of an end of the world scenario. It's it's been there's been a couple. There were a couple in the anniversary episodes that mentioned them too. 
Um, yeah. That were just like, in the case of the end of the world, which they, this thing will probably cause, anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah, definitely, definitely end of the world scenarios kind of pop up more with like, yeah. like Ketters and stuff. Well, and to be fair, as we go along, there's going to be more like, like in general. Yeah. Because in the beginning, a yeah. lot of them were safe, and then they started getting more dangerous. This one is, quote, safe. Um, <laughs> it's so interesting. Yeah, it's like... What a really unique one. Yeah, like, who the fuck built this inside of, like, what? Like, how did this come to be? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Observer. Oh, I meant for anything other than SCP-001. A majority of 001 right, yeah. is end of the world. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're right. <laughs> That's a really unique SCP. That's super yeah, I like cool. That. that was cool. Thanks for listening so far to this 54th episode of SCT, an SCP podcast. I want to remind everyone to follow the podcast on your current platform, be that Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and any others. It shows us that the people are listening, that they want more of that silly stuff we wish to put out to you all. If you have time, please make sure to rate and review our podcast on any platforms that have that kind of feature. It can help us reach more of you awesome folks. Anyway, thanks for being here and listening to this passion project of two weirdos who just want to talk about SCPs to each other. On with the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. SCP-109, Infinite Canteen. This SCP was written by Kane Pathos Crow. Item number, SCP-109. Object class, Euclid. See Addendum 109-1. Special Containment Procedures. <sighs> Time for me to... <coughs> Whoa! I thought that was a, a yawn. Whoa. It was a sneeze. It surprised it was, me. Oh my! Holy crap! <laughs> the fuck, <laughs> dude! Subvertive expectations. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Keep it our observers on our toes. I guess one for the sneeze count. <laughs> the sneeze count. <laughs> the rare sneeze count. Uh, what? Uh, one. <laughs> SCP-109 is currently located in non-critical storage unit 7 and requires no active monitoring. It should not be removed from the unit except, sorry, except to be transported to a research facility. And then only by personnel with level 3 security clearance or higher. Cool. Uh, when replacing SCP-109, personnel should ensure that it is firmly closed and that it is placed on the molded pedestal in the upright position. Yeah. Thanks. Pretty right. simple. <laughs> Here we go. Pretty simple. Description. SCP-109 is a standard issue United States Army canteen, circa uh, 1899, made of a tin alloy and fitted with a heavy cotton cover and a black leather strap. 
When opened, the item is seen to be nearly full of water. A seemingly unlimited amount of water can be removed from the container without changing the water level or the item's mass, which remains a constant 3.16 kilograms. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. literally the... the <laughs> I think that's literally the decanter of in infinite water. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... I don't remember the actual name of the thing, but it's any container that has unlimited water. Just infinite and, water, and yeah. Of course, I'm talking about D&D. &D. Uh -huh. Please correct me, audience. Please correct me. I know that that I, I know that it's like decanter is in the name or yeah. something. I feel like infinite water is just like, oh, it's just a simple magic item. Like that's I like how that's a simple magic item, but it's like, uh, yeah, but when you're surviving, that's incredibly yeah, stupidly like, useful. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Probes of the interior of the container reported an estimated volume of 2.8 liters and a shape consistent with the outside. The water in SCP-109 is of a slight blue-gray tint with concentrations of 20... Oh, ppm. What is that? ppm. Hmm. Per meter, maybe? <gasps> Percentage per meter. Parts per million. Oh, parts per million. 20 parts per million of tin and 170 parts per million of other electrolytes. Hmm. The water remains at a constant temperature of 19 degrees Celsius, but can be heated or cooled when moved to another container. That's quite cold if I... If I, if I yeah, that's nice cold correctly. water. It's nice and yeah. cool. Nice cool water. Addendum 109-1. Upon the item's delivery to Site-19, it was given the object class of safe. As tests were conducted on the item, uncertainty surrounding test results prompted General Redacted to upgrade the object class to Euclid. Cool. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Because it was unknown. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, just like, oh, it has some weird properties. We don't know about this. Um, yeah, I don't know about this one. At NM109-2, recently a request was filed and granted by Dr. Redacted for permission to water an okra plant growing in his office with SCP-109. Staff should be notified that Dr. Redacted uses SCP-109 for this purpose for a small time every Friday. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Alright. That's kind of cute. Yeah, it's just like, ah, no infinite canteen, here you go. <laughs> Addendum 109-3. It has come to my attention that new D-class personnel are often dared to empty the bottle. Guards are reminded that they are to discourage such activity and inform them that SCP-109 is bottomless. Chanting chug repeatedly is considered unprofessional. Dr. Klein. What the... <laughs> they... Chug! 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 Yeah, chug, chug! 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 chug. What That's the fuck? Hilarious, actually. <laughs> what the fuck? Ch fucking chugging an infinite water source. That's not great. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's that's torture, is what that is, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Wow. <laughs> that's that is kind of funny that they had to like step in. They're like, oh, we know that. Like, all right, you fucking idiots. Gonna be stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I'm getting I'm I'm so close to a yawn right now. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <sighs> ah, thank you. Um 
I think this one's going off the the um, the notion that Euclid means unsure. Yeah, the, this is. I think that. Analysis. Yeah, ob our observer like just pointed old, out. Like our observer just pointed out why is this Euclid? And yeah, like again, this is the old format, which is the less accurate and less detailed uh, danger breakdown. <laughs> of things so agree. it's outdated I, yeah i do agree i do agree yeah. this should be safe yeah like sure the, it's its properties are unknown but it doesn't do anything unless like yeah, the only reason yeah, that i could see this being really bad is if you turn it upside down and just leave it there yeah that would be dangerous uh-huh yeah, just letting all the water infinitely pour out and drown the world in water basically Ooh, observer. I'm pretty sure old Euclid means unsure if it can break out at any time. I maybe. <laughs> maybe uh, I literally have no idea. It's so confused. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like, it's like there's so many there's so many interpretations of the old system. That's why the new system is so good because it actually tells you. It actually happens. breaks everything down. All right, additional information. Due to the range of tests conducted on SCP-109, this section has been provided to present test results in chronological order. Dates have been withheld for confidentiality. Oh boy. <laughs> Catching all these yawns. Yawn, yawn. Test one. Subject imbibed water from SCP-109, reported that it was very refreshing, and despite the metal content, very tasty. Urine samples from subjects were normal. Test yeah, 2. Just, it's just water. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Seems so. Follow-up test to test 1 had subjects dehydrate themselves for one full day before imbibing water from SCP-109. Test remains unfinished as subjects were unable to provide urine samples. <laughs> right, because they were dehydrated. <laughs> Helpful. Test 3. <laughs> Subject bathed in water from SCP-109. Subject reported increased energy and a much improved complexion following the bath. Ooh. It's quality water. Okay. Test four. Okay. Streptococcus bacteria uh, cultured in water from SCP-109 thrived and multiplied quickly. Water from SCP-109 administered to subjects suffering from strepto... Oh, strep throat. Uh, yeah, that's what I just... All right. Oh, sorry, you cut out on Discord, so I didn't hear you. you nobody listens to me, it's fine. That's not <laughs> what happened! I was listening. <laughs> Killed nearly all bacteria and produced a full recovery within 24 hours. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Mm, interesting, interesting, okay. interesting. Okay. All of the strip that was gone. Cool. Test 5. Blood substitute created using water from SCP-109. Given in transfusion to pedestrian hit by drunk driver. Oh, Subject... Fuck showed no malign symptoms from the transfusion and made a full recovery. Subject's physical therapy concluded six weeks early. Okay, oh, so it's okay. kind of like, uh, like a... Yeah, 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 uh, Observer, it's like that healing spring water SCP. Yeah, in like our first like 10 episodes, we covered a, we covered an SCP that was just like healthy spring water. It like cured mm -hmm. diseases. It like helped you recover yeah, from yeah. things faster. It was really cool. Yeah. This it's, is like this is like nice. This is like nice, good, clean water. Like the cleanest water. You've ever seen. I think this is probably why it's Euclid now. 
Yeah. Even though it really should I be changing like this, to the like... new classification system. Um, because it's like it's just weird. It isn't weird water. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I could see why. It's like, yeah, it is cool though. It's like it's like something something magically blessed this thing with like good pure water, unlimited pure good water. I guess. Like, yeah. Yeah. Test six. Water from SCP-109 administered to various plant organisms, all of which remained very healthy and showed no malign symptoms. Oh, okay. One proposition for a test, which has been discussed for some time, has been one involving a combination of SCP-109 and SCP-402. Due to the Same. risk of losing one or both items or creating a hazardous situation, this test has never been conducted. What's, uh, 402? I'm gonna throw a guess out. Is that the refiner? <laughs> no. Okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, that's quadruple digits, I think. Uh, maybe. Obsidian uh, absorber. The fuck? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was confused on reading this, but it, yeah, that's what it is. What the fuck? <laughs> Absorb shit. Um, let's see. It's a fucking. Yeah, it's it's weird. It um. Yeah. Oh uh, no, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. No spoilers for me. <laughs> you got it. Weird. It's inches. Mm. Yo, Ooh. that's fucking weird. Yo, dude. Yeah, don't. That it would be extremely hazardous to combine these. Honestly, <laughs> don't. Just don't. <laughs> that's a yawn observer. Um. <laughs> we okay. Two very different SCPs. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, never leave, never go to a desert without this one, and then never go to a birthday party with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what we should get out of this. Yeah, exactly. See? <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to SCT. Don't forget to follow us for more content in the future on whatever platform you are currently using. We'll be taking more deep dives into more strange and interesting anomalies in the next episode, so please... Stick around. I'd like to take this moment to thank all of our lovely Patreons. They have been great. Um, if you want to be one, you can go down there in the description. Um, Eli Shoup, Vulcan, and Noah Fox. Your continued support is greatly appreciated, and we love every single one of you. Uh, go listen to our other episodes of you know, this same series. We are going along and reading all of the fun and interesting SCPs. Um, we also had a special recently where we read most of one. We will be continuing to read one. Um, it will be coming out subsequently a few, you know, the, this coming year, something like that. Um, but we plan on getting through all of it, so go ahead and catch up if you haven't already. Um, we also have, you know, special Halloween episodes and stuff. Who knows? Um, listen to those. Once again, this has been Matt. And Eli on the SCT Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in that next episode. Yeah. Woo! It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's weird hearing you read that. It is extremely weird hearing myself read that. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.